top five action TV shows from yeah. the 70s and 80s. Right. I mean, it's the perfect topic for you. It's what everyone would think about when they hear Eric Martin from Mr. Big, right? <laughs> about pj barley and steve brown that's where they got that flannel shirt vibe from johnny depp and 21 you know jump street i'm pretty sure i never thought joking. of that i never thought of those bastards you heard you know, it here breaking news blabbermouth pick this up breaking <laughs> news pick it up i don't know metal sludge what the hell it is i don't know what the hell websites are uh, any of those metal websites here you heard it here first eric martin said Trickster ripped off 21 Jump Street. <laughs> Welcome to Top 5 with Joey Casada. Starring Joey Casada. Team Jesus, my friend. No! Am I walking around, Paul? Co-starring Ernie Palooza. And the doctor, Tommy Snyder. Goddamn. Now here's your host, Joey Casada. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Top Five. I'm your host, Joey Casada. And I'm Hooker, TJ Hooker. You are no hooker, my friend. You'd be you'd be not making much money, my friend. And we have a very, very special guest with us today. The one, the only, the voice of Mr. Big, Eric Martin. What's up, Eric? What's up, guys? Hi, I'm Eric Martin's father. <laughs> was, that a, was that a nice intro or what? It was a great intro. I thought you were going to do it your East Coast vernacular and go, Eric Martin. Yeah, I thought you were going to pull one of those. Yo, it's was... Eric Martin. It's Martin. What? <laughs> anyway. What's up, buddy? Uh, Thanks so much for point. coming on. Uh, thank you very much. We're going to hold a mirror underneath Ernie's nose. Are you still here? Cool. I'm here. He's breathing. He's in space, but he can breathe. I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of you guys, man. I've been watching the podcast or whatever you call this format. I'm, uh, am I going to see the teal green and pink porno strip uh, 80s colors oh yes. later that'll be in later yes we can't record like that that's the, that's post-production they call it in the in the biz eric is it yeah it is I, yeah i'm not hey i'm not a director <laughs> um i'm an actor in mtv videos that's pretty much it and on stage uh well we have been working on a follow-up to z-rock called e-rock which would be a smash hit i believe <laughs> I would love that. I would so do good. that, and and you could do you could be the same character that you were in Z Rock, you know, the acting as the smart one. <laughs> what? Do you, oh, wait. I, oh, wait a minute. Was that a Ernie? Was that a, was that a dig? <laughs> kind of. You were actually. I, I love Z Rock. I thought that was a fantastic show. Um, I I every time I see Paulie Z, I I constantly tell him, you know, that was a great show, and he's like. Yeah, 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 totally. 
<laughs> tell me more. Tell me more. Oh man, I, every episode, man, just fantastic. It was, it, I mean, it was, it wasn't too PC, you know, back in the day. I mean, we didn't even realize it because that's rock and roll people, you know, that's the way, way we talk, you know, and we're cooped up in a, uh, either a tour bus or a van driving to the gigs and stuff. And it's like, you just had three guys bullshitting. And when I was uh, doing all the tours with Mr. Big, uh, we would talk like sailors. I'd come home, I had to, I'd have to dumb it down a little bit for my, my family and my kids and stuff. Especially so, East Coast I, guys too. East Coast guys just break, that's what you do. You break each other's balls. That's, you know, if yeah. you're complimenting each other, it means you don't like each other. You know, your generation or our generation, let, let me just lump myself in into that. <laughs> uh, you, you say break breaking balls, but like, remember, I don't know if you remember this or if your uh, father or whoever told you back in the day, but what, what was uh, doing the dozens? I don't know. I don't know that term. Ernie, you know that? No. Dozens. That was like breaking the breaking balls back in the uh, 60s. I know it's before your time, but like your parents and stuff. Right, right. Oh, I never heard that. But it's all the same thing, right? I'm assuming it means breaking balls, right? Yeah, I don't know why I threw that tidbit of useless information <laughs> out. I apologize. I would have guessed, guessed, guessed it meant having a 12-some. <laughs> Doing the dozens. Ernie, I like that. Dozen, yeah. Hey, let's just like, so we're going to get started. Yes, and we are. talk about all kinds of fun stuff that you guys always talk about. And you're probably going to edit some bad stuff out, like these wrinkles. Can we, is there, is there any way that we can uh, do uh, some of well, these wrinkles? We buff them out. My no, you got to see my nose po after, after uh, post-production, well, it's, it's gorgeous. Whoa. Everybody what? sees your nose, man, from space, bro. Anyway. Ernie, can you see it from space? Yes. <laughs> it's like the Great Wall of China. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man. I I'm, I'm really happy to be on the show, actually. And this is, this is great. I kind so of feel like, uh, yeah. We've been going back and forth with topics. This, I mean, obviously, there's a million topics to cover. I don't know why we settled on this. This, I mean, obviously, you're a big music guy, you know, toured the world a million times over. But we settled on, are you ready for this, everybody? <laughs> Top five action TV shows from yeah. the 70s and 80s. Right. I mean, it's the perfect topic for you. It's what everyone would think about when they hear Eric Martin from Mr. Big, right? <laughs> well, what is, is that a joke? Because <laughs> everybody would think that it's just like music this and music that. I'm like, uh, you know, I'm one of those guys that know a little bit about everything. That's how I got over on all the girlfriends. Anyway, uh, the, I, I'm a big movie and TV buff, just like you guys are. I'm, I'm wearing the Kiss shirt tonight, you know, but... Uh, not, I don't know about Kiss too much. So, you know, I, I, I didn't want to do that kind of format, but I love the action film uh, stuff and TV. Yeah. Well, but before we dive into it, I, I know, you know, when we were on the road together a couple of weeks ago, we were, you were talking about the show and you were mentioning our other co-host who is not with us today because he's, uh, he, I think he has a, what does he have, a softball gamer in? Kiss. I mean, who knows? <laughs> And you were mentioning how poor Ernie very rarely can get a word in edgewise. Am I right? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to really try to not copycat him. So I, I have a problem of uh, interrupting, ask any of my wives. But um, 
Yeah, I'll kind of dumb it down too. Yeah, but yeah, uh, am I auditioning for the role as the third member? I mean, listen, that that spot is always in flux. So yes, you're more than welcome to take that over because as you've seen, every once in a while, the doctor could dip back a couple too many and the show lasts 17 hours. So if we can get through a nice quick hour show with you, you might be in. Good luck though. I mean, Mr. Big Mouth over here, I don't know. Good point. You, you, you've seen it, good point. <laughs> well, I'm t I will tell you this, if you and the doctor were on the same episode, it would be absolute disaster. They, oh, it would be interrupt point, city. Counterpoint. <laughs> no, no point, counterpoint, no point, yeah. <laughs> All right, so, I mean, let's just jive in. So let, let's figure out, we're gonna obviously make Eric go first. He's our guest. We have no rules. Usually Ernie has 20, 30 rules and he sends me a text we gotta do. Take this off the board and we're not allowed to say this. I texted him today, any Ernie rules? He said, nope, everything's on the table. So Eric, lead the way. Oh, uh, really? Oh shit, did I just cut you guys off? No, Hold you're on. good. No, 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 I can't find my shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh-oh, his list. He can't oh, remember no, no, five. No, 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 I can find my list. I just don't know where you guys are. Let's see. Oh. Okay. Hold on. No rules I don't have to go first. <laughs> I, I look, I, you guys are gonna talk about all these like No, don't name anything. Don't give it away. I'm not gonna say it, but like, all right, look, I know this is not my format, and I know I'm gonna like screw the pooch on this show, but uh okay, so my number one or no, my number nope. five. Right, All right. Number five, uh, kind of favorite action show. The kind of action that I like was uh, stuff like uh, uh, a car crash kind of stuff. And 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 uh, let me let me start it again because I'm I'm blowing this whole situation. All right, <laughs> we'll edit it out. We're good. I know you. We will make you look beautiful. I promise. Yeah, yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> I should be drinking. I probably would have like a little bit more. Spark, Get a drink. But... What are you doing? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right, so my favorite action show, this is probably not your kind of action show, but the action show that I was totally digging when I was uh, younger, it was, a, it was a TV show from 1968, but it like went all the way to 1980. Oh, So whoa. you gotta give me two years, Oh right? yeah, well, you can have that. All right, so Hawaii Five-0. Ooh, all right. <laughs> I mean, you know, I we said we weren't going to talk about, or I said I wasn't going to talk about music, and just mainly about TV shows, but the music in general of Hawaii Five-0, it was by, um, I think, oh shit, who did it? Morton, somebody, I can't remember, but The Ventures covered it. Uh, and right off the bat, when you see uh, Steve McGarrett, you know, Jack Lord, right, when you see Jack Lord going, Kind of the uh, uh, he was the, he was the original at doing that kind of face thing with like that action hero face, da 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 da. Which was uh, what's that guy, Caruso from my uh, CSI Miami, which is oh kind of yeah like, yeah 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 the stunt cock of Jack Lord. Anyway, he was like da 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 da. Anyway, the one of the coolest shows where it was just so gritty back in the day where uh, you know you, my, my parents would kind of. Uh, 
keep me away from the television set. They didn't want me to see all this like blood and gore and that kind of stuff. And uh, Hawaii Five-0 was a, a, like, had terrorism and kidnapping and uh, underworld uh, drug kingpins uh, like Wofat. I, I didn't and, realize uh, it was it was for 12 seasons. Wow. Oh, man, 12 seasons of this stuff. And I think Wofat, you know, uh, Jack Lord's nemesis was, uh, he was like the villain in pretty much all of them. Right. But it was believable, you know. Um, but, you know, like uh, Jack Lord and uh, uh, what's the guy, Dano, or Dan, uh, uh, James MacArthur. He was in all those uh, Walt Disney movies and stuff. But pretty intense cast. A lot of, like, you know, close-up uh, camera action. It was like, anyway, I know that's not the, the full-on action, but- No, that's total. That's, I mean, again, there's obviously there's different kinds of action. Where, you know, we're gonna go across the, the, the gamut right. here. There's the cop action drama like you're doing right now. There's yeah. so many different ones, but that's a, a great start. And yeah. I was gonna say too, great themes. I, I have a feeling a lot of our stuff is gonna have so many of these great theme songs where, I just don't know if they do, do they still do that today? Do shows really have those killer theme songs like they had back then? Or maybe we just maybe we were just kids and we, you know, we we gravitated towards it because you know we would hear that song every week and we would know it by heart. Uh the the, the television shows back in the day were just, you know, I, there was this guy, uh Mike Post that was kind of like big in those kind of uh you know, a lot of wah-wah pedal, and I think he used... Um, oh, the 70s, all that stuff was wah-wah stuff, right? Well, it was, <laughs> you, know, you know who played guitar and a lot of that stuff? Larry Carlton. Larry Who's Carlton. that, from 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 what? Kind of a, a jazz kind of guy, like yeah. around the same, kind of like uh, Steve Lukather was, a, I think Larry Carlton was a, a mentor of uh, Steve Lukather back in the day, but like just a, a, a all around kind of great session player. But Mike Post did all these like wonderful cop shows. <laughs> Great start. I, I, I actually like that pick. What do you got, Ern? Number five. Uh, my number five is a little different type of action. Um, starring one of the greatest singers of all time, Baywatch. Think I don't even think Baywatch as when I hear action, but I yeah, I guess you're right. I really got much enjoyment out of the, watching the show. I mean, okay, some of the stories were asinine, <laughs> but the development was titillating. Oh, you know, Ernie, you, what kind of reminds me? You go, yeah, I got a lot of uh, you know good feelings out of that show. It's kind of like where uh, guys used to say, yeah, I read Playboy for the stories. Exactly. <laughs> was it that I, obvious? I mean, they always said Eric Martin was no David Hasselhoff. Did they say that? I think I've heard that before. Yeah, I read that. I read that in Playboy once. <laughs> Playboy After Dark. You know, I go to Germany a lot, and David Hasselhoff is still like top ten singer over there. Does he? He's. Crazy. Does he still tour singing? 
I don't know. I mean, I still, I see his name out there once in a while. <clears throat> Listen, it, it, it seems kind of a joke, but he's, he's got a great voice, you know? I mean, like if you like the, <clears throat> excuse me, the Engelbert Humperdinks, right. which I, I, Joey, you probably a huge fan. Big, big Engelbert Hump fan, yeah. Yeah. But uh, Hasselhoff does have a great, <coughs> well, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to say great voice, but uh, he has a, a pleasing voice. And plus, you know, you got to hang on the beach, just like Ern said, with all those uh, hot chicks, you know. Now, Ern, when, when you well, talk about Baywatch. That's right. <laughs> good and pick. Got- I mean, I, I would I would like to say good pick. Not really a great pick. Uh, a, a dirty old man pick, but I respect it. I, was there, what, what kind of action was there? Like, you know, like, save me. And like, you know, Hasselhoff would send out, all, you know, all the cleavage out to go. Yeah, they're, they're running on the beach in slow motion. That's action. That's action. Hey. What if I told you that 65% of the audience was female for that show? Is that, no, how could that be? Yeah, could be. First oh, show I... to have strong female leads doing the exact same, saving lives as, as just as men. Yeah, I see yeah. That. So you guys are talking about legitimate shows. <laughs> here, All right, I got a legitimate show. Here we go. So I, I'm going obviously a little newer, I'm a little, little younger. Uh, but it, not only is it one of my favorite shows, especially from the 80s, theme song-wise, too, it's just, I, I hadn't heard it for a while, and I just listened to it again today. It is such a killer theme song. I don't, I, I don't even know if you guys will know the theme. But Cop Show, Undercover Cops, 21 Jump Street. Oh, oh damn it. <laughs> Love it. I see it. Johnny Depp. You have uh, yeah, yeah. Dom DeLuise's uh, son. I think his name was Peter DeLuise. So, so great in that show. Holly Robinson, who sings the theme, which I didn't know, I think, probably until the show was off the air. I had no idea that was even her singing it. That theme song is so good. It, and it's yeah. just a great it's a great premise. You know, I was, you know, young. I was a teenager during, when that came out. So they're undercover in high school's. So it just, it was such a great show to watch during the years that I grew up in. I agree. I, I, I thought, I think it was a pretty good show as well. And that's probably talking about PJ Farley and Steve Brown. That's where they got that flannel shirt vibe from Johnny Depp and 21 you know Jump what? Street. I'm pretty sure. I never thought joking. of that. I never thought of those bastards. I know. I think you're right. I mean, Pearl Jam and some of those other uh, indie folks, I'm not saying they stole it from Trickster, but Trickster had to get it somewhere. You know? Well, Trickster was first with that stuff, but you're right. 21 Jump Street, Johnny Depp was first. You heard you know, it here. Breaking news. Blabbermouth, pick this up. Breaking <laughs> news. Pick it up. I don't know. Metal Sludge, what the hell it is. I don't know what the hell websites are. Uh, Any of those metal websites, here? you heard it here first. Eric Martin said... 
Trickster ripped off 21 Jump Street. Any of those metal websites knows Trickster? I don't think so, but still. <laughs> still. Uh, look, you know, I'm not making a joke. I mean, Johnny Depp, you know, wore that, he rocked that flannel and around, right. his, and around his waist. Remember that? That was his thing. That was his look. He was you know, kind of like the tough guy. And now that I'm even thinking about it, what's his name from Bre Breakfast Club kind of even did it before that, right? Jed Nelson. Yeah. yeah. That was his look in Breakfast Club, which was Trickster's look. Those, oh my God, yeah. those plagiarist bastards. Those bastards. Could, could the PJ stamp for Pearl Jam? Oh. Pearl what? Jam stole the name from PJ Far Farley? Pearl Jam? Could it be PJ? Uh, <laughs> no. Breaking news here, folks. Top five. First of all, can I can I just interject one thing? You know, I don't know if you you just you can edit this out or not, but like one thing, you know, when I was watching the doctor and then I'm like studying Urn, and Urn is so funny and kind of deadpan, just like you are, you know. But I love the whole it's always a kind of a green beer, like a green bottle oh. beer, and it always comes out of nowhere. It's like <laughs> and it's always kind of a sideways. Yeah, and it was a, when you hold it up in space like that, it's transparent. You see yeah, that? Yeah. Yes. That's the uh, the, the virtual background crap. But I, uh, I think Eric, you, what wait, did you wait, wait, wait? What did you compare us to when I say, "Hey, Ern"? Hey, Bert. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you guys were talking about cartoons the other day, and you, and I, you. You're totally like you're Barney and Ern's no no Ern's Barney and you're Fred. You're like hey, Ern. that's how you talk to the guy all the time in every podcast. Like hey, Ern. Uh, yeah, uh, hey, Joe. Here we are, Barney boy costumers. What kind of costume you gonna get? Well, uh, I'm gonna get something that makes me look tall. How about another head? <laughs> you know, it's the same. <laughs> And the beer thing is just kills me. It's out of nowhere. I wish I could had a like a bottle to do this, but it's like <laughs> comes out of nowhere. And then it's always like, yeah, I hear you. <coughs> Up by the sailor. Anyway. <laughs> well, speaking of which, we're back to you. We're back to you, Eric. Number four. What do you got? Oh, shit. Um, all right. Well, <clears throat> this is one of my favorite. Um, another. I, I love when you said action shows. I didn't go for the, uh, I like the more believable shows. And I specifically like this one. Uh, my uh, number four pick is uh, The Streets of San Francisco. Michael Douglas and the great Carl Malden. That's pretty much, I mean, I didn't really know who Michael Douglas was in the beginning. I knew he was kind of a, he had something to do with one flew over the cuckoo's nest that he like he produced or something like that. But Carl Malden was my, one of my favorite actors back in the day, because I love character actors. He was, um, he was uh, he, opposite of uh, Paul Newman in the Cincinnati Kid. I don't know if you ever saw that movie, love it. great yep. movie. He, he was he, his character was shooter and he was kind of like the 
you know, like the head honcho, kind of the boss man, the whole thing. But he was such a, just a great presence. And, um, and, and, and also Streetcar Named Desire. He was a wonderful actor. Uh, but anyway, I grew up in San Francisco and I lived with my father in like, uh, I think, uh, I don't know, sophomore year or something in San Francisco. And he used to take me to school and uh, we would see them filming like on all the streets, you know, streets of San Francisco. And a couple of times my father said, hey, he had to go to, you know, my dad was in the army. So he was going to the Presidio and then he was dropping me off at uh, Gal Galileo High School in San Francisco. But sometimes we'd just skip it all together and just like park our car and just watch them film. It was pretty cool. Nice. What years, yeah. what year was that on? It was, I want to say that was, that was early 70s. Early 70s, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it went on for a while. And it, it didn't go on that long, like maybe six, six, seven years. A lot of those shows did, but like, you know, God, I've watched every episode, to, you know, like I know I don't want to give away some of your stuff, but I like, you know, a lot of those shows back in the day were like six or seven years, right. but in reruns, man, you like watch oh, them. Oh, they're on forever, time. right? Of course. But uh, yeah, I I've there. seen a couple episodes. I don't know that show that well. I've obviously I've seen it a couple times, but it wasn't a show. And even honestly, even in reruns, that's not something you see that often, right? No, it's like Hawaii it's, Five O is all over the place. You can find oh, that anywhere, yeah. TV oh, Land, and all this other stuff. But I never see Streets of San Francisco anywhere. You know, you don't. It's it's one of those rare shows. I mean, it's one of those things. You know, it's something that I I grew up watching. I was there in person watching. There's a famous street, um, God, I, a famous street, I can't even remember the name of it. It's downtown um, San Francisco. And it's like, you know, like we have like those kind of up and down kind of uh, streets, uh, but you, it's like overlooking the bay. And there's a famous scene with um, Steve McQueen in Bullet flying over those streets. Right. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that. Yep. But, you know, uh, Carl Mall and Michael Douglas flying over these streets, you know, a lot of car chasing and screeching out. And like when you watch it now, at, at the time when I was watching, I go, these, man, look at those clothes. Look at those guys. You know? <laughs> of course. <laughs> and it's like, you watch it now, and it's like penny loafers and like a. Yeah, but that's the time. No they were, problems. you know, that's the time. Yeah. It, but it was, and Michael Douglas had these mutton shops, you know, and, uh, and Carl Malden, you know, had uh, a bigger nose than you, Joe. Whoa, so, whoa. I mean, he huge. This is, this uh, is only on the internet. This In person, this is beautiful. You know that. Oh, oh dude, I've seen it in person, just like Streets of San Francisco. It's <laughs> it's, a, it's statue, statue-esque. Yeah. All the yes. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Bernie, yeah. what do you got? Number four. I, I, I never heard of that show. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, you gotta you gotta come out of your mom's basement, bud. Oh. You gotta do it. No way. <laughs> <laughs> Rent free. What are you talking Malden? about? Is that what you said, Carl Malden? Is it? Yeah. The guy who discovered communism. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, that, that would be Karl Marx. <laughs> oh. You get you moron. All right. All right. Now my number four. Give me something. All right. Uh, number four. I put the six million dollar man. Steve Austin, astronaut, a man barely alive. Gentlemen, we can rebuild him. We 
We have the technology. We have the capability to make the world's first bionic man. Steve Austin will be that man. Better than he was before. Better. Stronger. Faster. it might be more now but um oh this is the, that, that's six billion probably today right yeah this <laughs> is the first non-children show i can remember um it ran from 73 to 78 so it began when i was three years old i, I don't know where my parents were <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's uh what that what a killer is. show yeah good show yeah how many how many seasons what how many seasons are in say it again 73 to 78 so we're talking about five or six and how many seasons in did they get the spin-off the bionic woman i'm gonna guess oh, that's like, a tough question. because they ran at the they ran at the same time right because they i remember them crossing over into each other's shows when six million dollar man was near the end billion dollar what no the billion dollars <laughs> Billion dollar woman, I must say. <laughs> I got to tell you, as as I mean, obviously, you know, Lee Majors, he was so good in that show. But Bionic Woman, for me, even though the I guess the Lindsay Wagner character is not as strong as 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 he was, and just as a character, I thought the show, I thought the Bionic Woman show was actually better. I know it's probably sacrilege, but uh, I always thought it was. I like the. Sh I always liked that show better. Oscar Goldman. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, they didn't. Both of those television shows had that uh, that kind of theme, like like you know. And it's so cheesy, like looking back, but it was so great back then when you see and that sound effect. It's ridiculous, and it's so cheap to do, but it's it's it was perfect for the time. It's actually better. Like I watched some of this big Michael Bay, you know. Transformers and all these big giant action movies he does. He has so much stuff going on. I can't see anything. Yeah. It's so fast. It's so, you know, contoluted. You can't see anything that's happening. I would much rather a slow motion punch like this, like in Rocky two. Than the yeah. <laughs> I would much, you know what I mean? It's just more effective that way. Yeah. How many times did we do that when we were kids too? You know, kind of like, like, like everywhere I was running and, and then that would be like a joke and you're like oh god that's so funny six million dollar man bionic woman and you go to fight with your friends and you, if you went do, 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 they would slow down too to take the punch yeah. you go do, 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 they go <laughs> my, my brother and I did that like throughout all of our childhood you know like our teens going like this <laughs> we all right. did that yeah you know, classic yeah to me that's what really stands the test of time too like i don't even remember a lot of the storylines obviously i'm a big wrestling fan andre the giant was in six million dollar man he was bigfoot for a couple for i think for one season and then they replaced him with uh the james bond bond villain the, jo the guy who played jaws, jaws yeah richard so he uh, and I don't even know what, what happened, why they replaced him, they, but they switched actors. But I remember loving it because Andre was in it too and kind of 
gravitating towards it because of that. But yeah, great pick. I'm definitely, as much as I love the cop shows, I'm more of those sci-fi action show fan than I am. I love the cop shows too, but I'm definitely the sci-fi kid, the nerd sci-fi kid. Oh, no question about that you're a nerd. But uh, what? No, no, no. I'm glad you're bringing up these kind of shows. That's... I wish we would have done this uh, uh, episode in the, you know, in the two-year lockdown COVID situation. Because I, I mean, I could still do it. I'm going to go back and watch Bionic Woman, not mainly because of Andrea the Giant. No offense, mainly because of Lindsay Wagner. Good God, girl. Yeah. And honestly, that's one of the main reasons we started the show. We started the show during the pandemic, and yeah. I love doing it because. Even stuff like uh, Streets of San Francisco. God, I haven't even heard that name in so 30, good. 25 years. So I love talking to other people because I there's so many things you forget when you're growing up, things you liked and you saw, you just don't even remember anymore. I like talking about it. And then we get so many emails. Hey, this is our top five list. And they have so many different picks than us. And then yeah. I'll go down that rabbit hole and watch all that stuff. Like, Ern, we got so many emails. Remember the cartoon episode we just did with The Hobbit? when we were talking about the yeah. Hobbit songs, people were losing their minds. They were like, oh my God, I totally forgot about that since the movies came out. That was my favorite cartoon growing up. We got a lot of emails like that. You know, uh, to, to say something about that too, did you, did you get my email about, well, you know what I was, I was saying what Ern was liking that. Was it the unicorn or? Oh, the, uh, less well, unicorn, right? Less unicorn. And I mentioned to you, I don't know if you told Ern this, that the guy who sang that song was Dewey Bunnell from the band America. Very, very cool. Yeah, he left me a message one night. I love that. I know that song. I know a guy who sang that song. <laughs> Story that I know I'm a fan. Maybe I should just dumb it down. Maybe I shouldn't stalk you like no, everybody. It's, all right. It's all right. We're going to have you back, Eric. It's okay. Just okay. calm down. I'll get I'll get it together, guys. Don't I know worry. You, the nerves are setting in. You're gonna be okay. I know. I'm, I'm. I'm. Maybe maybe the horse with no name was actually a unicorn. <laughs> I like it. Hold up a minute. Here we. <laughs> hey, Ern. All right, here we go. My pick. What are we up to? Number four, right? So it's not necessarily the same lines as as Six Million Dollar Man, but it, it's it's that genre for sure. Next decade, we're going into the '80s again. All right. I actually just rewatched some of these episodes recently, and it it, it actually holds up. I didn't think it was going to because I remember it as a kid, loving yeah. it, and I figured, ah, this is not going to be any good now. And I watched it again. It's actually more serious than I remember it being. I remember it because of there's a superhero aspect to it. And that's what I remember about it. And mm. same thing, one of the greatest theme songs of all time, The Greatest American Hero. Look at what's happened to me. I can't believe it myself. Suddenly I'm up on top of the world. Should have been
another Mike Post, actually. Oh, is right? that Mike? Po is that Mike Post? Is that Mike? Uh, like I'm, I don't know. Believe it or not. Uh, uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's Mike Post. I think God. Just killer song. Great, yeah. crazy concept. He finds this suit. The the, the right. aliens drop this suit and he finds it, but. If you, I don't know if you remember the very first episode, he loses the instruction booklet. And right. he has no idea how to work the suit or his powers, and he's crashing into buildings. And it, it's just a great concept. And it's actually a lot more serious than I remember it being like some of the subject matter, like, you know, abuse and stuff like that, that was through these episodes that you don't realize as a kid because I'm just watching. I want to see him fly and crash into a building. I don't care, you know, if the little kid, if the father is an alcoholic and all that stuff. I don't, I'm not even watching that stuff. I'm watching the guy fly with a cape. I don't care, you know, about that stuff, but yeah. still holds up. Really good show. What's that kid's name? The actor? Yeah. Um, oh, I'm God. Ernie, right remember now. his name? Curly yeah, Blonde. Uh, maybe William something? He was in Carrie. Yes, yes. Yeah. He was one of the bad guys in Carrie, yes. When look it up, look it up. What's his name? William Cat, maybe? Ma yes, that's. Yeah. I don't know if it's William. No. Cat sounds familiar, but hold on. Cat Williams. There you go. No, that's, no. That, that could be a two. Definitely that's not. No. It was also in the star about the movie House. Yeah, William William Cat or Cat, K-A-T-T. I would pronounce that cat, by the way. Cat or cot? Yeah, I would say cat, oh. too. Uh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm a little more sophisticated. I'm sophisticated. I, I pronounce things a little uh, it, I'm from Germany. Cat. Cat. I think that's... No, I'm not going to go there. We'll have to edit it out anyway. <laughs> All right. All righty. What do you got? Number three. Oh, my God, man. I just went nuts on the cop shows, man. I just... I'm sorry. Okay, number three for me, uh, another gritty um, blood and guts, great character actors, um, musically, uh, I, I, I got on, it's, it's like the Mike Post hour, um, Hill Street Blues. Oh, yeah. Dispatch, we have a 9-11. I'm I just love that show so much. I mean, mainly because of, uh, uh, you know, uh, what's her name? Veronica, Veronica Harnell, Har Harnell. She was, uh, it was uh, Jan Daniel J, J. Trevanti was Captain Fiorello. I don't know if you watched that. Ern, did you ever watch that show? I didn't, I remember the song, but I don't, I've never watched it. The Hill Street Blues. Dun, oh. dun, dun. Or was that St. Elsewhere? St. Elsewhere's a good show too. Wait, oh yeah, what's the, uh... Give me the Hill Street Blues theme. Come on, Eric. Oh, okay, again, Mike, Mike Post, Larry Carlton did the music again. I love the theme songs from all these uh, great television shows, but Daniel J. Travanti, I don't know if he ever did anything after this or before, but he was a really great, great actor. And I remember meeting like police back in the day, you know, coming to the shows or whatever, and, and ask him, hey man, do, do, do you ever watch Hill Street Blues? And he goes, and 
most of the people that you talk to, like that are in uniform, they always go, ah, rescue me. That would never happen or something like <laughs> right. that, right? And, um, but they identified with Hill Street Blues. They, they said it was pretty realistic and pretty intense, you know? It's all I mean, Hill Street Blues, I mean, obviously I've seen it before, but it was, it, that was one of the biggest shows of the 80s. That was the number one show for a long time, right? Oh man, I used to go, when I was on the road with Mr. Big and all those in our, uh, uh, I mean, uh, throughout the 90s, I was watching the reruns of Hill Street Blues. You know, I, I watched it a little bit in the 80s, of course, but I was watching a lot of the reruns. And uh, I, I, I mean, I, I would play the gig as fast as I could to go back and, you know, <laughs> and, and, and turn on the VCR, you know? So funny if only the fans knew. Where, where's Eric? Why, why isn't he signing autographs? He's in the bus watching Hill Street Blues. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, addicted to that rush. Can I? Thank you very much. <laughs> you know. Episode 14, season three. Yeah, right. <laughs> Great pick. Yeah, I mean, undeniable. Great show. I know. Well, we were we're on a text thread with Jericho and all those guys, and Ernie. These two these two mopes were, have been talking about soap operas for the last week. I, I oh, wake yeah, up yeah. in the morning. I have seventy four texts about what's it? What's the soap you watch? All my children. All my children. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I was. That's why you when call my friends situation. I was making one of my first solo records, um, like nineteen eighty five or something, and. Uh, my producer called me at the hotel and said, hey, get over here. Everybody's waiting for you, all the session players and all that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll be right over. And then I call my friend Hollis, who's like 6'4", big macho guy. And I go, can you believe what Susan Lucci's wearing today? You know? <laughs> the, the, behind the, the glamorous yeah. life behind the scenes of the rock Dude, star. I used to share a room with um, Paul Gilbert and then Billy Sheehan would share a room with Pat Torpy back in the early days, you know, at Motel Sixes and all that stuff across America. And like all day long, Paul Gilbert, and I'm like, dude, shut, you know, shut up. And I'm watching all my children. I'm watching all my children. You're not gonna get better, E, unless you, you know, I'm like, I don't care. The Ice Princess, General Hospital, you know, anyway, yeah. I'm trying See, to remember all my children. Um, was that with the, the Luke and Leia, the the couple? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hey, you know if Ernie's you quiet, back, but when, when he comes up with one, he hits you. No, it's great. If you pull back the curtains, you can actually see the sun. Yeah, <laughs> Ern, come out, come out. All right, Ern, it's your chance. What do you got? Number three. And number three, I'm Hasselhoff again. Uh, Knight Rider. Oh. Knight Rider, a shadowy flight into the dangerous world of a man who does not exist. Oh, I was gonna say. oh yeah. There you go. Uh, the car was one of the coolest things I ever saw. I mean, how come the Batmobile never taught? It's a great, exactly. great fucking question. I bet it did. And Batman had that part removed because he was scared the Batmobile would give away his secret identity under torture. <laughs> you know what? You might be right.
Yeah. Something to think about. Not, yeah, Knight Rider. I mean, I honestly, I don't remember. I obviously I remember Knight Rider the same way as Hill Street Blues. I remember Kit, of course. I remember the freaking, you know, like the Cylon. You know, I don't know if I'm giving a, a show away later. The Cylon thing going across the front of Kit's car, and yeah. but I don't re- really remember the storylines. Like, what was my? I mean, his name was Michael Knight. Was he a cop? Yep. What was he? He was a Batman type of guy. If I remember correctly, just like, but on... but like a private yeah, investigator, yeah, 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 yeah. or like, oh, I don't remember. I do but remember he... the. The theme song played on a rubber band. What's the theme song for Knight Rider? Oh, yes, yes. Hold on, I'm looking it up right now. I mean, I'll I'll insert it in. I never watched that show, but I did watch that whole, like, you know, I watched the beginning. You know, like, I wish, what was the voice of Kit? Was it? Yeah, I don't know who, right, who voiced Kit? Ernie, come on. Hello, Michael. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Hello, Michael. And and then he'd be, you know, uh, David Hasselhoff would be all kind of cool and doing that smarmy look of his, jumping in the car. And then and then I'd walk over to the TV set because there was no remote control and I would take that gigantic dial and go, <clears throat> yeah. I only watched the beginning. But uh, yeah, who was Kid? I want to, I- Oh, I, hold on a second. I, don't tell me, I know who it is in my head. I think I know who it is. And he, was it the guy? Ernie mentioned the show that he was in before. In what, in this episode? Yeah. There's another show that he starred in on screen, not obviously not as a voice. I think I know who it is. I know who it is. It, it can't be Oscar Goldman. No, that, but it's no. It, it, it's someone like that. Okay, was it the guy that was... Uh, was it? I don't want to give away your 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 shows. Is it one of our shows that we're gonna do? I don't think so. Or, but Ernie mentioned it before when you. I think when you said Hill Street Blues, he mentioned Saint Elsewhere. This his name is William Daniels. Oh yeah, what, I, wasn't he Charlie? Mr. Belvedere. That's Kit. No, that's not Mr. Belvedere. Is he? Is he from <laughs> Mr. Belvedere too? He looks like him. Is he the dad in Mr. Belvedere? Oh, he's in Boy Meets World, too. Of course he is. Oh, he's the teacher. Yeah. Or the principal. Look at this. See? Top five. We got, you know, we got, we can't, we got up, we got the trickster robbery from uh, 21 Jump Street. We uncovered. And now we know the voice of Kit. I mean, this is, you know, this is educational TV here, children. Yeah, this riveting stuff. Joe, stop mentioning 21 Jump Street for a while, please. Uh-oh. I have a feeling I, that might be Ernie's number one. Oh, uh, okay. Here we go. All right, so I'm up to my number three. So Eric has been teasing me about this all week, and I don't give a shit. I'm not taking it off my list just because he's teasing me. Uh, this wow. show is so damn good. The characters alone. I mean, obviously, you know, every episode, they build a tank out of, you know, a, a garbage pail, but... It the the the, the A team. Maybe you can hire the A team.
I mean, come on. If you don't, I don't give a shit. You can laugh all you want. If you don't like this show, you are un American. Talk amongst yourselves. They're really, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just the characters alone. You got B.A., who, you know, he, he's afraid, this giant guy, Mr. T. Mohawk, just out of Rocky Three. He's afraid to fly. They have to drug him every time he has to go on a plane, right? Right. You got Murdoch, who they just uh, broke out of an insane asylum. It's just the the four characters alone are worth the show, just a, that alone. And then you had these crazy storylines. They're basically like hired guns, you know, Local town is getting robbed by the, you know, the, the local mob guy and they come in and, you know, set everything straight. And then, of course, the military comes in, they're chasing them and they run to the next town. It's classic television. Uh, they're mercenaries. Mercenaries, exactly right. Mercenaries. Uh, the only reason, reason uh, I, I never, I, I didn't care for the show. I, I thought Mr. T's, I know, I thought Mr. T's um, character was was cool. It was funny. I mean, he was on Johnny Carson show all the time. You know, uh, I I can't imagine that guy walking through an airport without you know like, uh, sir, can you take off the fifty thousand gold chains right. on your chest? You know, but uh, though I did watch the show a little bit because I I love George Papard. Was one I, I, I got. But you're right, Papard yeah. because of he was such a great actor. Yeah. He held all those you know ridiculous characters together. But he became ridiculous too. That's yeah, why I, yeah. I, this incredible actor, uh, just in, you know, I don't know if he was an Academy Award winner, but he should have been, right? That was my thing. But um, my only, I, I had one gripe about the show. So I don't, obviously, this is really nitpicking, but Mr. T early on was just an, you know, a buff army guy that was in the show, you know, just like all the other characters. Yeah. Then as the Mr. T persona outside in Hollywood became this larger than life character, if you watch the first season of A-Team, he's not wearing all his gold. He's a right. character. He's B.A. Baracus. He's not Mr. T. And then yeah. by like the second or third season, he's just Mr. T on the show. He's, he's know. you know, he's doing all this army stuff. He's underwater swimming with 700 pounds of gold on. It's ridiculous. I know. You know, he was, I, I did watch the first season. A little bit, right? I mean, I like the whole, uh, you know, rap patrol kind of vibe of it. Mer you know, mercenaries, but they were kind of funny a little bit. You know, who was the actor that was that was uh, Mr. T? It was George Papard, but who was who was Murdoch? Murdoch, I don't remember the actor's name. But then you had uh, face was Gregory Peck. No, what's his name? Gregory, Not Gregory Peck. Peck. Not his. It's something Gregory like that. What's the, the the guy from Battlestar Galactica. What's his name, Ernie? Oh, oh uh, Gregory Peck, Jesus oh, Christ! Hold on. Face I'm getting a, a Derek something, no? Team <laughs> Gregory uh, Peck. Oh man, uh, I, I I didn't watch that show though. My I got a bunch of sci-fi friends are gonna slap uh, me. Around. Dirk Dirk, Dirk, Benedict. Dirk Benedict. Dirk Benedict. Benedict. Yeah. Oh, he was he was, was a star of Battlestar. Right. Yeah. yeah. He was Starbuck. Right. Yeah. Anyhow. Anyway, uh, I, you can laugh all you want. I don't care. <laughs> I love it. Just and I'll and I'll take the eighteen van over the night rider car any day of the week. Oh, <laughs> but that that van didn't talk. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So B A Baracus was turning it to B A T. 
He's trying to get to Mr. Yeah, it was. It, they morphed. The, it was ridiculous. You, if you watched like the third season, he's full Mr. Teed up, building a tank with all this gold. It's ridiculous. He can't even walk. It's there's so much gold on him. Eric, you mentioned how the West was won before. There was a sequel that they were working on at one time. How the West was won too. They didn't. They didn't go through it for some reason. I like. It. <laughs> that was a, it. Was a great movie, here. and I, I know you're making a joke here, but how the West was won, man. That was like there's a, a thing called cinemascope or uh, a tech, tech, some kind of a a new invention where they had like uh, like a full on uh, not 3D, but they had when you go to. Are you talking about theater, color TV, Eric? What are you talking about here? No, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, something a little something a little called <laughs> color TV. All right, all right, B big Mister Big no, Shot, no, Mister Big Shot. Good. What do you got? Number two. I'm not good. I'm not good. I, I it got all these cop kind of shows thing that I, 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 I'm, that's what I equate action, you know? So, um, all right. This show could have been my first choice, but I thought the show was the epitome of action. It had guns, cars, boats, hot chicks and bikinis and rock and roll. I mean, like every, Interesting. I, I know, I, I don't know if you know what I'm going to say, but like, Every uh, every rock and roll band, every like even I mean Frank Zappa was Hold in on. it. Any guess? Ernie, oh wait, the only I can think of one show. Ernie, any guesses Eric, here? Let me don't do say, it. don't say. Go ahead, go ahead. Anyway, yeah, ZZ Top had music in it. Glenn Fry, that's probably okay. a giveaway. Oh, okay, that's it. <laughs> Miami Vice. <laughs> Miami Vice. I mean, huge impact of popular culture. I oh, mean, yeah. Clothes, music. It should have been. It should have been my number one, but uh, my number one's superior. But anyways, number two, uh, music was off the hook. Yeah, like uh, ZZ Top. They had like, I mean, from Duran Duran to the Tubes to Foreigner. Uh, both sure, loads well, of music. Well, star. I think you hit it on the head too. Pop culture wise, that oh, yeah. show was across the board. Everything from fashion to, like you said, just characters and music. And I and I think. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but was there other shows before this that really integrated popular music into their shows? Obviously, it was generic, you know, just you know, soundtrack stuff, but not necessarily pop hits, right? No, no, I, I and there were there were rock hits, yeah. As well, you know, I mean, like, I think maybe the first time I heard some new music from ZZ Top was on Miami Vice, you know, but uh. But, and and rock star guest stars all the time too, right? I well, I think that. I know Gene Simmons was in a couple episodes. I think Phil Collins was in a couple, couple episodes, right? Miles Davis was yeah. on the show. Anyway, yeah, they had a lot of uh, diverse uh, musicians, actors, and that kind of stuff. But ironically, you know, so they had all this great rock and roll music and pop uh, songs in the show, but the show's theme song. It, was, it left me a little flat. I mean, it was just kind of a bluesy yeah. kind of chord progression, you know, like it it it, it uh, modulate keys maybe two or three times. 
And all it was was like syndromes, you know, it got to yeah. the point of like, you know, when you want, we used to make fun of like entertainment tonight, <laughs> right? This thing was over the top Simmons and syndromes, yeah. you know, <laughs> really captured that, that, that era. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Um, but, but again, like, one of those shows, I know everything. I've watched it hundreds of times. I can't think of really one straight episode like this storyline or that. I just, you know, I just remember Crockett and Tubbs kind of walking in, looking cool to some great music. And I don't really remember the storylines. Uh, there was a, all kinds of, a lot of drug smuggling stuff. Right. You know, it was in, in, I mean, Miami, you know, of course. A, lot of, a lot of dancing, a lot of, you know. Uh, damn Cubans. Cuba Libras, you know, and so a lot of drugs. But um, I don't know if you, so, you know, here I am when I'm younger and I'm trying to emulate the rock stars of, uh, of the seventies, you know, kind of wearing, I don't know, bell bottom pants or pants or fringe jackets or, and then I got into like the leather jackets and that goddamn Miami Vice, man. I had to get one of those like those coats that uh, had that the white shark blazers skin. and uh blazers, shark skin and then you go oh yeah <laughs> roll the sleeves up. oh my god dude every i've seen show <sighs> lately i've been seeing um some videos of me from the 80s with my like with my mullet you know or, or like i used to call it a bono because that, that oh, was yeah. cooler to say that it was bono in the name of love video but yeah and then Back in the day when I thought, oh man, I'm sweating like a pig up, up here. And I go like that and I go, dude, that is so cool, man. Sonny Crockett. <laughs> no, I'm just hot. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Yeah, great choice. I can't, I can't deny it's one of the, uh, if not the biggest show. Of the, uh, is there a bigger show, cop show in the 80s than, than Miami Vice? I don't think so. Uh, I, don't I mean, I so. don't give anything away, but I can't think of one that impacted, the, you know, the, the, the generation more than that no i don't think so at all i mean yeah. it had everything fashion rock and roll uh and uh you know did it say fashion cool hairdos speaking of cool hairdos <laughs> bernie what do you got oh man ah uh, uh -oh. one of the greatest theme songs ever uh dukes of hazard Just a good old boy, never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw, been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I can still tell you what day and time and channel this was on. Channel so, 2, right? Uh, Friday, 9 p.m., channel 2. It's a little different in California. Right, but so Channel 2 was what? CBS, right? Yeah, it yeah. still is. <laughs> right, well, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I never called them CBS, ABC. It was 2, 4, and 7 for us in New York, Ern. Let me uh, so we're talking about Dukes of Hazzard, though. I, I couldn't wait to one day get my own car so I could jump over these little one-foot trenches, <laughs> which are all over the place in this show. Like Hazard okay. County could use a little more infrastructure, I would imagine. <laughs> they need to work on the roads a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree. Never use the doors, right? Did the doors even open? I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> now they always slid in, right? Right. Yeah. But it's so cool. It's ridiculous, yeah. but it's the coolest thing in the world. They those were too cool to open, open the doors. 
You know, that, that show was like a, a kind of a spinoff of a movie. Uh, I think White Lightning or, or Burt Reynolds' movie Gator. Right, right. Yeah. They was like, you know, they were, they were running moonshine, right? Yep. And that kind of the premise. I mean, I thought you were going to, Gurn, I didn't think you would say this, but I mean, the action part for me was uh, Daisy Duke shorts. I mean, oh, man. this goes without saying, you know. I mean, speaking of pop culture impact, I mean, come on. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. I, this is, what was that, the 70s? Or, no, that was the 80s, right? I think it started in the 70s, right? Late 70s? Yeah. Yeah, oh my God. Girl, um, I, I could totally see a couple of my girlfriends back in the day going, uh, uh, you know, do you want me to wash your car? I'm like, oh God, please, you know? <laughs> you know, and I'm sitting in like some old, you know, old airplane seat in the front yard, you know, like like some, Somebody had ripped out like some airplane seat and put it like in this junkyard. And I remember like pulling up, that's where we'd wash our cars when like in the seventies, you know? In the junkyard? Wait, hold on. And like in this big field and everybody like parked their cars out like this area and like, and the, um, wash our cars. And, uh, and all the, all the chicks would be wearing their Daisy Duke shorts and like, you know, one cheek sneak, you know, that kind of thing. I think listen for the next run of shows that we have, Eric. Maybe me and you can bring those back. We could get, we could rock those. I think. Not I. Eric, most of us. That's a Eric, most of us were not rock stars. We don't know what you're talking about. Uh, when oh, when <laughs> we used to take our cars to the field and wash them all together okay. with the girls. <laughs> girls with, with, with Daisy Dukes wanted to wash my car. No, no, we would take like like in our in the back of our high school, we had like baseball fields and stuff like that. We'd run our the hoses out there like that and, and just wash our cars out in the out this baseball field. We had and, like guys named Tony and stuff washing washing the cars yeah. and with with their bellies hanging out of their belly shirts. That is not good. It was, it was the same shorts, by the way. <laughs> same shorts, yes, they were the same shorts. Don't you remember? Don't you remember like back in the day where like you. Well, maybe it's just a California thing because it's you know. I think it was a Mr. Big thing. Yeah, no, I, man. No, <laughs> was I was in high school. I wasn't a Mr. Big then, but oh. uh, no, I was like cut off shorts and washing cars and yeah. I mean, like hot summer nights, man. You know. Yeah, I was drinking a forty with Ernie on the corner. That's what we were doing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Talking about like love gun. All right, so no, um, Ernie doesn't believe it or not. Ernie's not a Kiss fan. Well, he, I mean, it, not really, right? I like Kiss. I just don't like Kiss when you're around. <laughs> oh God, I know. <laughs> you make me like them less. <laughs> I, I do. How do you think I feel in the in the thread with Chris Jericho, Steve Brown, PJ Barley, me, and then Joey? And it's like I'm on there for a second. And then these guys are all kiss, kiss this, and kids are on this record, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, hey guys, I don't, know if, I don't know if you care, but I, I'm, I'm gonna go and uh, get a life. Yeah. How do I get out of this thread? Right? <laughs> oh, I think he's left a couple times. We keep adding him back in. All right, so my number two. Now this, you know, you had Miami Vice at number two. All right, whatever. Dukes of Hazard. Okay. Now this one. This is classic television. You're talking about, again, I'm a sci-fi nerd kid, especially 70s sci-fi. The effects of this show, for me, still stand up. 
Some people, my wife and my kids included, they can't even watch it with me. They laugh. They said, Dad, what the hell are you watching? <laughs> and I put it on, and I still love it. Storylines. You ready? And theme song extraordinaire. The Land of the Lost. Marshall, Will, and Holly On a routine expedition Met the greatest earthquake ever known High on the rapids They struck their tiny raft Plunged them down a thousand feet below To the land of the lost Come on. You know this, Eric? You know what? It's Eric. Um, did, I, what I, <laughs> did I call you something? <laughs> Do you know this, Tarek? Tarek. Uh, I don't my, think Tarek uh, is a real word. So much an op creek. Anyway, yeah. The land of the lost. Is that what you said? <clears throat> I, I have heard uh, quotes from that oh. television show. Everybody loves that show. I have not seen one episode. It might be, as an adult, it might be hard to get into. It's not like a new show you can get into. <laughs> but as well, a I kid, mean, this is, again, er, this is mid-early 70s. I'm, I'm really young. When this show came on, it's, it's about exactly what it is. It's about this family that gets, you know, goes down these rapids and they fall down this, 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 this into this big, big hole. And... They go thousands of feet below into the land of the lost. And there's dinosaurs and there's these things called the Slee Stack, which as a kid was one of my favorite things in the world. I've heard just, that. Yeah, just, I mean, the, the effects are ridiculous, of course. Like, you know, it's those effects where they used yeah. to film in front of a screen. So they would have the, the, the dinosaur claymation and then they would actually film in front of it of the girl running from the dinosaur. So it would, you know, they would try to kind of superimpose it like green screen before green screen. But the right. storylines, you know, were just so much fun, especially as a kid when this thing used to come on, I used to lose my mind. You know, one time I was, when I first watched that awesome movie, Galaxy Quest. Yes, oh, I yeah. love that movie. And that whole, and that scene where they're in that sort of rock quarry and that and those rocks kind of form this sort of monster that's chasing uh, Tim Allen. I've had people tell me, yes. "Oh, that's still Land of the Lost." I'm like, Absolutely. "Yeah, huh?" Oh. I don't, you know. Ernie, you remember Land of the Lost, right? Yes, Chaka. Oh, Chaka, of oh, course. Chaka. First of all, I want to say, you know, I must have my whole childhood. Everybody said, like, you know, Land of the Lost. Not, oh, nice, great. An angel got its wings. Great, thanks. Hey, perfect. All the camera people here. Um, yeah, Land of the Lost. I mean, all these, all my friends watched that show, and I've heard all the characters' names, and I'm and Sleestack or whatever. Yeah, Sleestack. Yeah, they were like these lizard people that lived in the caves. Yeah, and Chaka. I've heard all these names. I just never watched this show. I feel so bad. I I want to go back and watch it because I'm sure. I mean. I want to go back and watch it, but it, like you said, it's going to be it's it's going to be more campy. Yeah, yeah. it's it's full on. Like I said, I was so excited to watch it with my my kids when they were of age, and they were like, 
what the hell is this? <laughs> well, when you were growing up, this was, I don't know if it was real to you, but this oh, was- Oh yeah, like, this was this was top technology, action. of course. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it was. That's why when you watch it now, it's gonna be like, wow, I don't get it. Yeah, you have to be a kid. I yeah. still see it through my kid eyes. So when I see it, I don't see the campiness and the bad effects. I just see what I remember seeing as a kid, loving every minute of it. Yeah. It's bringing you somewhere else. That's why. Absolutely. Yeah. And to it me, that's, that. what, that's yeah. what this show is about. That's what music is about. When you hear a song, what do you immediately do? You remember where you were somewhere experiencing that song, or you remember a memory, or even talking about TV shows, you immediately... Eric remembers being in a field at with you know women all around him washing cars. I don't even know what the hell he was talking about. Like and we wouldn't remember that anyway. <laughs> I, said, I remember. I remember when I heard this on the radio. I knew exactly where I was at the bank. All right. So, <laughs> well, Ernie, what was, what was that? So, what was that? Answer. Every rose has its thorn. What was that one? Oh, God's sake! Come on. <laughs> you know what? That was Ernie's joke. I stole it from him. Well, yeah, it was good. Yeah. All right, E, we're up to your number one. Let me recap. Hold on. We got number five, Hawaii Five O. Number four, Streets of San Francisco. No idea. Number three, is. Hill Street Blues. Number two, I see a theme going here, Miami Vice. All right. What do you got? Number one. I know this is gonna this I know this is gonna sound uh like not incredible after Miami Vice, you know, like what we're talking about here, but one of my favorite shows of the 70s and the 80s, it was starred one of my favorite actors of all time. And uh, I mean, it just had talk about car chases and cool, like, you know, 70s clothes and, and it, and it, it was a gritty uh, cop show, but it had tons of humor. And he didn't seem like, you know, some cop shows, you know, like they're, everything is way too serious. This guy kind of did took life a little less serious. Uh, the Rockford Files. James Garner. I mean, another one of Ern probably never saw it, but like Ernie, Rockford Files. I didn't know where you were going with. I've, at least I've heard of that one. I thought you were going with Columbo for some reason when you oh, said. Oh man, I was so close. I was so, yeah. Uh, okay, no. Anyway, yeah, I was so close. But um, the Rockford Files, James Garner, uh, and then Noah Beery Jr. He was like a, a, a great, another great character actor. He was in a bunch of John Wayne movies back in the day. He was in Red River. Um, he, he just, I, I just love the, the, the acting of James Gardner and, and Noah Berry, who was his dad. And the music, again, man, I gotta tell you, <laughs> Mike Post. Again, I, I love it, this. I mean, are we, are we just guessing at Mike Post at all these shows I'm or are we sure? I'm guessing it's Mike Post. <laughs> Maybe, I think it was Mike Post, believe it or not. But, um, uh, the fact that, like, my dad kind of had a, a James Garner kind of look. 
It's it is. I know, I know that part. Ah, oh, I love it. And again, I have to I have to bring up the question: Are the themes really that good, or do we just love them so much because we associate it immediately with something we love? But that's the same thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, same thing. You know, I mean, look, you know, I, I can tell you, I really like the show Miami Vice, but it, it, the theme song was just. Uh, is is to be with you a good song or is Eric Martin just so loved that when you hear it you think of Eric and you love the no, song? No. That's not what it is. No. No. Eric, I mean, my favorite like, song by you guys is more than words. What? Oh, Ern. <laughs> yes. Ern, I knew that <laughs> I just, I knew that you didn't know who we were or what <laughs> so I, I I thought I would bring this out. This is a music box uh, that a Japanese fan gave me. And I just want to play you this uh, urn. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> can you hear it? Joey closed it with his mind. Heaven isn't too far. Is that <laughs> like da 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 da? It's to be with you, man. I'm gonna oh, yeah. thing in the background. Da, da. Is that Trickster? Yeah. Uh, trickster. Yeah. yeah, that's Trickster. You can pick up the check at the Trickster mailbox. Hey, um. <laughs> oh, All right, Aaron, we yeah. got your number one pick. Are you ready? Let's recap what you have so far. All right. Number five, the cult classic Baywatch. Number four, Six Million Dollar Man. Number mm -hmm. three, Michael Knight, Knight Rider. Two David Hasselhoff picks already. <laughs> Number two, Dukes of Hazard can't go wrong. Number one, I have a funny feeling someone might have mentioned it already. What do you got, Aaron? Number one. 21 Jump Street. Yes. 21 Jump Street. Really, oh. the, forgot, the forgotten reason why the Fox Channel became a contender. You're right. right. I forgot about that. Yeah. It, it came only one week after Married with Children started. What, those were the first two shows on Fox? Yeah, uh, Fox was um, was a channel less than a year when both of these shows came out. Wow. Yeah. Great, too great. Married with Children, now, do you, so good, God. You love that show to the point of, okay, I mean, if I ask you some trivia right now, like, what was the, didn't they, what, what school did they kind of hang out? I know, no, it was high, all high school. Different. Yeah, all different schools. They were undercover cops that would go to different high schools. That, that's right. Like, I, I, what, what, what's that movie that, oh, well, it was 21 Jump Street. Oh, my God, what an idiot I am. Right, they redid yeah. it. I, I never even saw those. Those were like comedies, but I think, right? Oh, I got to tell you, I thought those movies were great. Oh, I never great. saw them. Is it oh, the I, same I premise? The two, um, yeah, but it, it's, it's much more comic. But right. the two movies are great. Historical. They, they are great. Hey, Joe, you might want to, like, step away from the ironing board when you're pressing your hair and maybe go watch some of these shows, man. I know 21 Jump Street. I didn't see the remake movies. Oh, you got to do it. You got to do it, man. What do you got to do? I'm busy. I'm on retainer. What's the matter with you? Hello? Get off the phone. I'm waiting for the... <laughs> no, keep, the people to call. keep me on the phone. I don't want the... Don't, don't let the call come through. <laughs> yeah, what? Can't you watch a movie if you're on retainer? That that's only your teeth. <laughs> that's not that kind of retainer. 
<laughs> Ernie, you're like, do you write these jokes or they're funny? He's I, quick. I, I spend days. And you know, I don't, I hope this show was a good show. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't what? do my number one yet. Oh, Ernie, can you believe this guy? I was like, I didn't do my number two. I didn't do my number one. Hey, look, it's like going to the bathroom or something here. Come on. Eric, I'm, I'm ready to go too, actually. I'm, I'm done here. Right well. You guys can leave. I'm finishing the show. God damn it. All right. My number one. Again, staying with the, the, the sci-fi theme, obviously, if you look over my studio here, it's just toys and sci-fi paraphernalia. It's, it's ridiculous. What are and those platinum records? Well, they're gold, unfortunately, not platinum. Oh, they go, oh, my eyes are kind of bad. Are they mine? Did I give those them to you? Those are silver records. Speaking of which, yeah, where's my record? Eric, send me a record. Which, what, what album do you want? Uh, what's that one with the elephant you just named? Defying gravity. I didn't mention it. Uh, oh, you wait. You said the wrong I, name. You what'd you call it? No, no, no. The album that it was when I was in Malibu was uh, slippery when what? Was what if I think? <laughs> what what? What'd you say? Slippery when what? Oh God, Ernie. You on that one, Eric? That's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. All yeah. right, my number one sure. pick. Sci-fi. Again, when this came out, I was a big fan of the original. When this came out, I was like, this is going to absolutely suck. I hated everything about it. I saw right. a character that looked like the star of the original, and I just, I, t I, did, I didn't even watch it for years. I refused to watch it because I was such a big fan of the original. But then, as time passed, I started to get into it, saw some reruns, and then caught up and, you know, final, finalized the last, I think, three or four seasons while it aired live. Star Trek... The next generation. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. Oh, the next generation. Yeah, well, yeah, right. So Star Trek was 60. So next generation, when that came out, I wanted no part of this. I thought, you know, Riker looked like Kirk. I thought they were trying to remake it. It just looked like crap to me. One of my favorite shows of all time. Seven seasons, four or five movies. Great, great storytelling. Great, Just sci-fi classic stuff all the way. Either one of you fans of this show? I never watched it. I, I Is watched. True? I never watched it. Uh, I Eric? watched. All, I watched all the Star Trek uh, movies uh, or uh, television shows. I, I love Star Trek. I think um, I don't know why I didn't watch Star Trek Generations. I, I got friends that are like I said earlier, the sci-fi friends that are just kind of slap me around right now. Yeah, they've been trying to get me to watch this show for years. Patrick, just for Patrick Stewart alone acting, oh, yeah, you know, right. Jean-Luc Picard is he's. He's so phenomenal. He, and, and it's funny because when, when they were advertising the show, I remember when they first started to bring out the show to advertise it, they kind of didn't show him as much as they showed the second in command, Riker, because Riker right. looked like a clone of Kirk. And that's kind of what turned me off of the show. I didn't want to watch it. And then if you notice, like second and third season, 
they give Riker a beard to get out of that stigma of of Kirk and all that stuff. So it became its own show after a couple seasons. Great right. show. If you're a Star Trek fan, I'm telling you, you will love this show. Binge it. I can tell you why I didn't watch it with three words. No William Shatner. Yeah, and that's why I didn't watch it at first either. I not only no no Shatner, but they were rip I thought they were ripping Shatner off. Hold on just for a second. You know, you know how I feel about Shatner. Oh, I mean Shatner's. What's the, what's the, what is it? What's that show? Ernie Finding Shatner. What is it? Finding oh, Enterprise. Oh, Free Enterprise. Free Enterprise. What a great movie. Ah, so good, right? I I, I, I show my kids scenes from that movie. I love it so much. Great movie. Great stuff. All right. Would you go get the Knob Creek? Oh, baby. Okay. What a, gonna be what a beautiful hunger. man. Does that say to, is that to you, Eric? Yeah. Uh, a man of a thousand words here. To Eric, William Shatner. <laughs> that's what it says. Listen, but that, that's enough. Dude. Now I'm jealous. Oh my God. This is a claim to fame for me, man. The and only thing better if he had his shirt off in that picture, forget it. You know, you with the <laughs> Daisy Duke shorts and the thing. You know, I mean, William Shatner, face. come on. <laughs> no, man, he's got that. Is that uh, kind of mustard yellow, you know, cool uh, uniform thing, and it's got the insignia right there. Oh my gosh! I wish you could see this better. I mean, oh, I, no, we I, see it. There's no. I mean, who the hell is cooler than than Kirk? Right? Am I am I out of my mind? Nobody. 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 Yeah. yeah, and you know, when we bring up, we'll bring up some honorable mentions. T.J. Hooker, Ernie mentioned it earlier. Very yeah. underrated show. Very underrated. And what was that guy? Yeah, I mean, Shatner again, right? Yeah. Uh, but what was that guy? Adrian Zemed. Right, from uh, uh, Greece, from Greece too, right? I don't know. I always, always looked at him, and then I remember, like, Danny, Danny Terrio. It was like some dance guy back in the <laughs> Dance day. Fever, Danny Terrio, of course. Right, right, right. So anyway, um, yeah, T.J. Hooker, well, what are some other uh Yeah, give us give a couple uh honorable mentions that didn't make the list. Oh man, I can't think. You name a couple more. Ernie, I'll what do you got? Up. A couple? I I forgot to write down my honorable mentions. What the hell is going on? <laughs> oh, on. Alright, here's a here's a couple. The Incredible Hulk. Lou Ferrigno. Oh, oh man. great. Bill so Bixby. Bill Bixby, just yep. so well done. You actually believe this guy was the Hulk. I mean, it was it was insane. How big he was. Yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah. again, being sci-fi, Battlestar Galactica, Buck Rogers. I still watch. I DVR Buck Rogers all the time. I watch reruns all the time. The oh, Fall Guy. Got, what? The Fall Guy. Oh, well, Lee Major is yeah. phenomenal. But, uh, oh, God. You, you, what did you just say? Oh, God. I just had it. Buck Rogers. Uh, Quantum Leap. Yes. But, a, wait, wait, but was that in 80s or 90s? If it's '80s, I messed up because I would that would have made my list. I love Quantum Leap, love it. Give me the whip, I give you the idol. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so good. Yeah. Uh, you know what? A show, a big '80s action show mm. that I remember my friends like adoring, and I could, I just couldn't stand it. MacGyver, never liked I it. I love MacGyver. I don't know. I, I never liked it. Richard, I tried to watch Richard. it. I don't, I don't think oh, I've ever man. watched 
He'd be trapped in a falling elevator. He would have four seconds to live, and he would build a laser out of out of his out of his pen and his and his his news is and a paperclip. Oh, oh my God! I like that's another sort of pop culture thing too. Like all those macho guys, you know, in the eighties. Uh, like candy, um, candy, quick! Give me your gum. I need to save the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was it's like what? There was a there was a uh, a movie that was kind of like a a parody of that. It was called MacGruber. <laughs> wait, wait, I think Jericho was in that movie, right? Was he? Oh no! It all was he in back. that? I mean, I could be wrong, but I feel like he's in that movie. It all comes back to Chris Jericho, doesn't it? <laughs> Speaking of which, that that goofy bastard's on our show next week. Oh well, he's great. He's 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 he's, 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 okay. he's semi okay. You know, great do me a favor. Great as a stretch. No, he's he's pretty great. I mean, you look, you're you're great too, Earn. He's you. not us. He's uh, he's no us. He it, wouldn't take the third spot from you. Put it that way. Look, he is he smokes at this kind of thing. I mean, he's <laughs> really good. I know. Look, you got do me a favor. A little suggestion for you. Don't take the piss out of him so much, man. That's what I do. Ah, he's going to have you for breakfast, man. He's no. going to be like one of these. But you know why I do it. You see everyone oh, else. He, oh. Everyone else licks his, his, you know, his anal area. Yeah. I can't do it. I have to do the opposite. I see no, everyone kissing to. his ass. I got to go the other way. Look, I have a little bit of a brown nose, but Steve Brown has a bigger brown <laughs> nose than I do. You know, I mean, oh, my God. He's, he's in there, you know? <laughs> I can't um, help it. I gotta, I gotta shoot my digs. And PJ, I mean, like, look, PJ now, man, he's, he, he joined Fozzie. I mean, he's like, he can't he, say anything bad about that guy. He's, he's anyway. officially a disciple now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he definitely is. But I totally get what you're doing when you, uh, when you bust Chris Jericho's balls because, he, even though he laughs it off. There's a little piece of him that just like, like listen. That. In all in all honesty, I'm probably the only real Chris Jericho fan out of all of us. I love oh, wrestling, so I, you know, I actually do like him. But I can't ever admit that, and I'm going to edit this out. <laughs> right. Well, dude, I bet you were so excited when he came on the Z Rock show, and you were like, I don't know who came up with that whole premise, but that bring the violence thing. I mean, that, that was brilliant. Oh, it was that so much. Ernie was a big part of this. <laughs> Ernie, did you come to any filmings of Z-Rock? Yeah, a couple, right? I was in two episodes. He was. <laughs> Wait, which I remember under the bridge when we did the video. What other one? Uh, when you had a um, uh, Steel Panther. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, if you could see Ern, Ern is in the background there. I'm gonna... I, am, I am man in crowd. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're Zelig. All right. Uh, cool. Not guys. This is a great episode. Fun picks again. I, I like doing out of the box. People don't expect when I t when I say Eric Martin's going to be on, they're going to you know think right off the bat. Oh, what 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 band are they going to go for or music? Nope. Yeah. Action TV shows, seventies and eighties. Love it. A lot of cop shows coming out of me. You know, granted, if I ever get a chance to do the show again. I'll probably have to pay to play, but still, if I ever do the show again, I'm gonna, uh, you know, come up with a little more variety. I mean, I definitely had a theme going there, you know. But yeah, I enjoyed. I enjoyed. I enjoyed my performance. Earn? I think I think you did a stellar job. Of course, you know I like drinking Eric better than non-drinking Eric, but we'll take what we can get. 
Drinking Eric is a lot more funnier and quick and blah, blah. Sober Eric is, a, is kind of a stuttering John. I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Anything to about, plug, E? I know. Oh, go ahead, Aaron. I'm sorry. Uh, how about top five Mr. Big Deep Cuts next? Bring it. Could do that. All right. All right. You're welcome back. Anytime you're ready to come back, open invitation. Uh, yeah. I would love to do that. Yeah. I, um, my, my plug is just, uh, you know, celebrating the 30th anniversary of Lean Into It, um, doing a lot of interviews and all that stuff and reminiscing of uh, making the record and, you know, what, you know, I don't know, I'm not going to say that, you know, ch change pop culture, but uh, we, uh, we definitely had a, a blast making that record and, and had no idea that it was going to be uh, sell, you know, 7 million records. So that's what, that's what, you know, that's pretty much what I'm doing right now. Just kind of talking about that. No, great stuff. And you, I think you just had a live box set come out too, right? Uh, yeah, couple, there was a, there's, there's a couple of things, um, uh, um, lean into it, uh, uh, vinyl. I think it's, it might be like red vinyl, like, you know, for collectors and stuff. Where can, there's where can people get that stuff? Yeah. Um, uh, I have no fucking idea. No, uh, <laughs> no, it's a company called evolution. Uh, kind of, you know, look it up online. I, I don't really know. I'm still, you know, I would have my notes, wouldn't you're a, I? Jay? You're a promo machine, Eric. You're a promo machine. A promo machine. <laughs> I have to, I swear to God, I'm going to have a couple shots right now and then try to get back on the Zoom call. <laughs> but you work. will, so I, I do have in front of me, we'll be, uh, we got a couple shows coming up in July. We'll be in Texas and Wait, Oklahoma uh, City. Uh, who's we? You, you half a moron. Me, like, uh, you, and Earn, right? Me, you, and Earn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the unfuckables. All right. Hey, so, uh, no, we, uh, you and I, Steve Brown, PJ Farley, uh, Chris Jericho likes to call us Eric Martin and the guys that smell like soup. It's true. I think that's hilarious. Actually. I do love it. I mean, I know you're laughing on the inside. I can totally see it. Um, but well, we're this playing, meatball soup. I'll take it. Meatball soup, Johnny Stappanato will be here. Uh, so we, uh, yeah, it's Eric Martin. I don't, we don't have a name, but I, I just love, when I talk about you guys, I say the knuckleheads from New Jersey. You know, that's, I, I love Well, it. that sums us up. I, I mean, you can't, you can't say it any better than that, but you know, no, we're, you we're, we're doing a couple of shows. We'll be in Oklahoma City. We'll be in Texas. Uh, we'll be in Oklahoma City at Whiskey Nights on the 23rd of July, and then the Rail Club... On the 24th of July, yeah. playing some songs from uh, Lean Into It, right? Yeah, actually a lot of Lean Into It songs. I'm going to play some Trickster songs. We haven't fit any ZO2 songs in there, but I know, I know. But like you play and give uh, like, an, what is the word, uh, like a tribute or like an homage to Pat Torpy. I think you're, I think, you know, you rocking out Daddy Brother is, you know, one of the best. I mean, Pat yeah. was incredible. Not only his playing ability, but his feel, his tone, you know, everything. Oh, I, I never got to meet him in person, but I'm sure I, from all the stories you told me, and also a wonderful guy. Oh, all American, uh, all American boy in a way, you know, he's just such a, a great guy, but I'm so glad you said tone. Oh, that, amazing. Oh God. I mean, look, everybody's got 
not everybody has chops, but you know, if you're a drummer with your salt, I mean, you're gonna have some great chops and you're, you know, study the greats and all that. But Pat's tone was just so, uh, it was just so present, so unique, you know? I mean, it almost had, his style was a rock drummer, but it had a little bit of a Steve Gadd thing to it too. Sure. You know? And, yeah. t- you know, drummer's tone, I, I I always, obviously, I teach drums all the time. Drum tone is not just, you know, people think, oh, well, just get the same guy that tuned Pat's drums and tune the drums. It's mm-hmm. not just how you tune the drums. It's yeah. how you strike the drums. Same thing with guitar players. It's oh, yeah. not just how, the amp you're playing. It's how you're playing those strings and stuff. So it's it's the attack so much more than the equipment you're using. You know, I was going to ask you this real quick. I mean, there's probably a whole new show here but who you know the way you play to me you sound like denny carmasi you oh, know, he's you, great of course yeah but your tone has that uh rock candy montrose kind of sound yeah. to it you know yeah where, i mean that's i'm definitely you know uh, I, even though i grew up more in the 80s i always go for more of that 70s tone but i like it more polished than obviously i'm a big bottom fan you know guys like that even tremendous Ringo fan not so much Ringo's tone but his playing absolutely phenomenal music just a musical musical drummer uh one of my all-time favorites but yeah I'm definitely more of that that big sound uh like you said rock candy type feel you know you guys you know another band that these guys always talk about besides Kiss is Van Halen yeah but now Van Halen that I mean that well his That's tone, a, it's a unique it's tone. Right. It's like, kunk, kunk, kunk. It's a very flat tone, but it's not a tone necessarily that I would go for, but it's a tone where, which you really don't hear this often. If you hear Alex Van Halen's snare drum, you know it's Alex. You know it's Alex, big time. So that to me is almost more important than having a great tone than for him. You know it's Alex immediately, just like you know it's Eddie immediately as soon as you hear him play guitar. Absolutely. All right. All right, can boys. Earn. Can I leave? Earn. <laughs> oh my. How how is it that you guys are pals? What? I don't speak music. <clears throat> I thought you Yeah, I mean, I you know, I have some civilian friends as well, you know. I mean like I thought that you know, did you like I know you like Joey for his uh for his looks. or his, you know, his wife makes probably really good Italian food and and you watch movies and, you know, probably after dinner and, the you know, the, the kids are going to play and then you and uh, Joey are going to go down in the basement and watch The Last Unicorn again. Oh, well, yeah. I, you actually just summed up uh, this this Sunday. I think Ernie and the whole family's coming over for Fourth of July. Yeah. But you got to understand, Eric, Eric I have a little gripe with Ernie for the last 30 years. He's the reason Playground broke up. So, you know, still to this day, it's not a, it's not a good thing. Wait, 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 wait. wait. He's got the book. The book, the book looks so much bigger on, on zoom. It's on page 192. All right. I'll look it up. There, look at this. Oh, you know, I swear to God, I don't know how that happened. I just, you know what I mean? Duke, there's something weird and it, it's maybe called magical, Eric, not weird, magical. But I, you saw me. I went, 
Dude, did I have that on? No. No, you I have that clear. book memorized. Don't lie to the public. I know you. All right, wait a minute. Ernie breaks the band up. I didn't, uh, I don't <laughs> It's there, that. trust me. <laughs> but listen, if you want, we can insert a, a playground deep, deep cut into the, into the shows maybe in July sometime. Well, that's exciting. Why not? Why not? I mean, we play PJ Farley's solo music, you know? Exactly. We might as well throw in a couple playground hits or the one big playground hit. Like, what's your favorite song that you did? Ernie, what's the hit? Oh, the, the, the biggest hit was my Nicole. It's very, it's actually very, it's, it's very, uh, it came out, you know, it was inspired by To Be With You, I think, probably right around the same year. And I think, right? Yeah. My the, song really, the song really should be to be to be with someone else. <laughs> it's the idea of the song. <laughs> I didn't know it was called. I think I read it wrong. My glasses were dirty. I thought it was my knuckle. Uh, <laughs> All right, get out of here. You're speaking All of right, knuckleheads. Hey, enjoy your July 4th. I'm going to actually go see my sister uh, on July 4th. Our whole Martin family are getting together. We haven't seen each other in two years because of this the big C word and uh, very nice. Yeah. Really excited. Yeah, I, th I think PJ mentioned that's why we're not playing M3 because of the Martin bash. <laughs> that's right, dude. Priorities, <laughs> man. I mean, come on. You want to play M3? Hey, I, you know what? Look, I'm, oh, I'm with you. I'm going to throw this in here. Um, we, Mr. Big played M3 and uh, we come out on stage. Nobody introduces us, right? We don't have any intro tape or anything. And we're playing, we play like four songs. People are just milling about. And all of a sudden we start whipping into like, I don't know, addicted to that rush or something. And they're like, huh. Oh, I know this band. No <laughs> one cares. <laughs> no one gives a shit. Um, yeah. I mean, how could that be? You know, Eric Martin and the knuckleheads from New Jersey, M3, we would get, you know what? I think people just go there. I, look, everybody has a great rock and roll time. And it's kind of like a Monsters of Rock cruise on land. Yeah, yeah ZO2 know? played M3 a couple of times. We played it a couple of times. I it's, mean, it's, it, it, it's exactly what you described. It's people are more hanging out with each other than caring about who's on stage. And that's fine. It's a big party. That's okay. Yeah, it's like background music. Even like the, the night before when we all hang out that hotel, all the bands, all the fans, I would just like drink ourselves sillies and then go, holy shoot, we got to play at three o'clock in the afternoon tomorrow. You know, <laughs> anyway. All right, Eric, send your yeah. fan mail to top five with Joey Casada at gmail.com. If you have any questions for me and Ernie, you can send us those an email at right at, at top five. Anyone else out there? Tell us some, maybe some topics you want to see Eric back for. Would you want to see him back for some Mr. Big topics or something really out of the box? I get it out of the box. Get it? <laughs> now that's a segue right oh, to the end it. credits. Do I have to pay publishing for that? You're going to get a suit for copyright. <laughs> hey, send me a check. No, I tell you, you're not getting paid in Oklahoma when we play, okay? Gonna... Ernie, don't worry. We're going we're gonna to insert uh, heaven right there by warrant. Don't worry. Oh, you jackass. All right. Come here. Come say hi. Oh, here comes kitties. Oh. Oh, hey. That, Who's you know, that? Ernie, and that's crazy Uncle Eric. I'm not Uncle, uh, yeah. Hi, how you doing? I'm Eric. Say hi. You can call me Eric <laughs> Martin. You can call me Mr. Big. 
I'm your dad's boss. Joe. He answers <laughs> the phone for me. He's crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs>